least Rick and Morty. The good, the bad, the high, the low, to every which way you can go. Here on Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. <laughs> oh, here we go again. Hi, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. And I am Brandon. And welcome to the show. Welcome to what is an unforeseen amount of time where we attempt to fill the, the gaps in your seasons with uh that sounded dirty I'm trying to fill the gaps in your seasons with uh that's a dragon with, episode know, joke whatever whatever content we can we can uh come up with yes that's right this is interdimensional rss the show that is uh has more episodes in off seasons than it does regular seasons uh, but yeah, we're we're excited to to talk about some some Rick and Morty. We've got uh, a few things to talk about, and uh, yeah, I don't know with how long has it been, Brandon? It feels like forever since we did one of these episodes. Yeah, it, ha- it has been uh, mid mid December. Was that the last one yeah. we did? We're, we're 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 creeping up on on nearly a month. Uh, so so thank you to those of you who. Uh, are following along, following on on social media. Hopefully, you had a, a great holiday break, and uh, and now we're back to talk about you know the stuff that we talked about the last five episodes. But uh, if if you're if you're new to the show, if if you're just catching us for the first time, and you, and you want to follow us everywhere on the internet, uh, there are plenty of places you can do that. You can follow on uh, Reddit, reddit.com uh, slash r slash Rick and Morty podcast, or you can go to rickandmorty.reddit.com. That's the official Rick and Morty subreddit. Uh, Twitter.com slash Rick and Morty pod. You can follow our Follow us on our website, rickandmortypod.com, facebook.com slash rickandmortypodcast, and you can send us an email at rickandmortypodcast at gmail.com. Here's a little spoiler for you. We got an email in the oh. last week. We got two emails from the same person. Oh. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about those later in listener suggestions and short outs. Uh, we are also streaming live to your eye holes on YouTube at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. Make sure to subscribe there if you want to see the video versions of these podcasts. Occasionally, we reference something visual. Uh, this episode, <laughs> I think we'll be doing that as well. So make sure to check them out. Uh, finally, you can get merch, uh, curated uh, fan art on t-shirts over at tpublic.com slash stores slash interdimensional dash RSS. Just go to apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash Rick and Morty pod is a place where you can financially support the show if you're independently wealthy <laughs> and a philanthropist and yeah. want to support independent podcasters like us uh and that is that is how you follow us all right brandon before we before we jump into all of the the structure all of the you know the same old same old how how you doing man how how you been i have been great i have been great i i i will be forthcoming when i say when it when it is so long in between podcasting sessions I I come back. I come back. I'm like, oh, oh. I don't know if I. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready to come back yet. But should we have? Should we have done stretches? Should we have <laughs> gotten limber before we do this? Yeah, well, yeah. I did some planks in preparation. That's my. That's that's my. That's a weird flex, Brandon. <laughs> that's my. That's my new podcast prep is is planks. Like Rick and Morty. Here we go. Uh, Ten rounds of planks. Twenty seconds each. 
uh, whenever we do apathetic enthusiasm, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, uh, ab workouts, um, do, do some, some dead bug lifts and some, some burpees. <laughs> do you like doing burpees? Yeah. Uh, how about, how about you? You doing, you doing all right? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, you know, just living my best life in the frozen tundra that is the Midwest. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, trying to stay warm, just trying to stay warm and, not freeze and and dream of warmer weather. So, yeah, I I I enjoyed a break. I enjoyed some time off, but I gotta say, I I think I missed it. You know, hmm. I we're, when, when we're not podcasting regularly, I feel just like I feel like there's something missing in my life. I'm 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 out of rhythm. You know, so yeah. So it's good to be back. It's good to the circadian circadian rhythm of podcasting. Yeah, yeah we got we gotta <laughs> we gotta do this more often so we can get our get our, our cycles coordinated. That's, that's what we do <laughs> mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. on, on podcast, our podcast cycles. You and you and I, we need to get our, our podcast cycles synced. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and with that in mind, uh, let's get into our feeble attempts at semi pertinent news. If you ever listen, you got to get into that foley work, man. If you, if you, you ever got to do it, if you ever listen to Cake or if you ever seen Cake play live in anything, the lead singer—I don't know his name—I feel bad. He has—he has whatever instrument that is, where you just you hit it and it goes. You can hear it. Most it's like like the rigid metal yeah. thing with like a yeah like a wooden block or something. Yeah, you can you can hear it in most cake songs actually. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Uh, and so yeah, this is our our podcast dedicated to <laughs> the alternative rock group Cake. At first, I, I was afraid. All, are they all? I rock? was that... petrified. <laughs> One of the greatest moments in my life is uh, an impromptu version of uh, "Going the Distance." I think oh. is that what it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with coworkers at Starbucks, uh, it was I don't know it was great. It was me me and the guy were back to back and both drummed out that beat uh, at the same time. It was serendipitous. Anyway, semi pertinent news. <laughs> okay, uh, here we are. It, we're going to talk about anything in these episodes, you guys. Content is content. Uh, so season four episodes, uh, you know them, you love them, you watched all five of them so far. But maybe, just maybe, you're you're not a, a sucker. You're not you're not a person that that gives your money to the man, <laughs> and you have found alternative means to watch season four episodes. But fear not, if if for some reason you've missed one, uh, you can now head over to adultswim.com/streams and watch all five of the first season four episodes without a login so you don't have to link your cable provider uh, to check out those episodes maybe you watched on a questionable streaming service via some i don't know third party maybe the quality was subpar nah now you can watch it no more with with, with ads baked right in no longer <laughs> you watch you watch it how how god intended on adultswim.com with <laughs> with advertisements. Exactly. Uh, and all those great 
Adult Swim bumps where they talk <laughs> about watching their streams while there's a stream running in the background. I don't know. At that, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you have this on there because I need to go back to the Reddit threads and and update that and and, and put those as a place to watch the these episodes because um, during during the season everybody is especially when the episodes first come out like oh where 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 can I watch this where can I watch this and more often than not. Um, not the mods, but people in the mods are like, well, DM me for a link or whatever, or you can go on Facebook. Every, yeah. So many people on Facebook are just <laughs> putting their Facebook live, watching it on repeat. Um, and Facebook doesn't care about uh, anything. Um, <laughs> they're like, yeah, but right. whatever you whatever you put on they'll, there, it's fine. We'll they'll we'll make let money off you. Evil Morty be president. They'll they'll help support the election. They they don't care. They'll do whatever they want. Topical. Uh, Top, topical. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of topical, let's that this that's not actually a segue for that. I, one of these things that, that they came out in the last month and a half that I think is really, re, really interesting and that I want to buy it, but I don't want to buy it before. Well, I, I'll probably still buy it, but uh, don't want to look at the contents before we get a handle on it or get to try this out is the Rick and Morty D&D kit that is officially out now you picked it up at target i'm assuming or or wherever it was uh i i got it at my local uh target gaming store uh amazon.com uh and oh uh, i i i I wish i wish i had gone to a local gaming store uh but i did in fact get it on amazon uh but yeah yeah i picked up the dungeons and dragons versus rick and morty tabletop role-playing game adventure it's a it's a little box set for your for your D needs this is uh we I, we've, we've kind of talked a lot about this uh in semi-pertinent news over the last several episodes but uh yeah i i picked this up i i'm happy to say it is a a fine looking kit uh if you if if you are interested in Dungeons and Dragons, maybe you've never played and you love Rick and Morty. I think this is a great way to sort of bring those worlds together, try D and D in uh, a way that is um, not, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. Uh, so just quickly, I want to go over a few of the things that are, that are in the box here. Uh, obviously you got to have dice when you're playing D and D. So these are the dice that come in it. They are sort of yellow, greenish yellow with, uh, with blue numbers, uh, very much on brand for Rick and Morty. Uh, but there's, there's a ton of dice in here. There's a D four, four D sixes, and then a couple D 20s and oh, everything in between oh, there. Oh, so. fancy, yeah, fancy. fancy, fancy. Uh, then you get this sweet uh, DM. DM, uh, DM screen? DM screen. And it, it seems, you know, it, that seems, it seems like a, a, a fairly small DM screen, doesn't it? It's, it's not super tall, um, but it's the same. It's about the same size as the one that I got in the, uh, the essentials kit mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that, D and D released uh, a couple of months ago, uh, but pretty cool artwork. The uh, it looks like an original piece of artwork uh, with the different D and D characters uh, played by Summer and Morty, Rick. I don't, I don't think there's a Jerry one in here. Oh yeah, no, there's a Jerry and a Beth, and oh. then some random dude. I don't, I don't remember this guy at all. Do you? Do oh, you I, I don't remember that guy. 
Um, but that is a nice transition into uh, the five uh, character sheets that you get in in the in the set. So uh, these are all of the characters from the comics. Nice. Uh, minus minus a Rick character. So you have Beth's cleric. You have Summer's fighter. Uh, Jerry's wizard. Uh, Morty plays a rogue, and then Meat Face who is another fighter. That's that big old dude oh, on the DM screen. Uh, and then I, ha- to- I, have, I have extra cover sheet or character sheets here. Oh, you have extra ones yeah, from wi- the, the wi- comic cover wizard, Rick and wizard fighter, Rick just, I mean, just throwing that out there, you know, for variations. If, when, if, when we run this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then the last two, the last two pieces is a Rick and Morty rule book uh, that looks like it's, uh, written on graph paper or something. Yeah. Or at least the cover does. And then uh, for for the DM in your party, uh, the actual adventure itself, The Lost Dungeons of Rickedness, Big Rick Energy. Um, <laughs> what, what, what I will say about both of these publications is they are written like, like Rick wrote them. Uh, the adventure especially has has a tone and uh, a, sar- a level of sarcasm and a level of just not giving a crap that very much goes with with Rick and Morty. So uh, it it doesn't it doesn't focus too much on things that Rick wouldn't care about, and it and it dials right in on the things that Rick would uh, maybe find interesting. And then there are a ton in the rule book itself. Uh, there are tons of little, uh, boxed advice and, um, there's a ton of artwork in here from, from like the Rick and Morty verse Dungeons and Dragons comics, but, uh, lots of, lots of funny little bits, little bits, little bits, uh, that, you know, you, you could, you could look through a conventional, D and D rule book to understand how to play, or you could have a few more laughs looking through this one. So lots of cool stuff in there. Uh, I'm very excited to play this. I'm very excited to uh, find people to play this with. Yeah. So, so hopefully very soon we can uh, put a party together and, uh, and run through put them this together. big Rick energy like this, put it, put them like together, like, like fingers crossed and then threaded together in harmony or dissonance, whichever, whichever, or melody, like melody and harmony. Go, uh, uh, yeah, that, that's I, I look forward to it as well. Um, and uh, because you are you bought it and you got the DM stuff, you can you can go walk us through. Uh, since I'm uh, balls deep in my own DMing. Uh, yeah, you're so. DMing your own thing, <laughs> and frankly, I miss DMing a little bit. So I'm 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 excited to to do it. But yeah, if you uh, if you have picked up the the box set yourself or you or you've run through it and uh have any suggestions any any advice or uh just just a review of the set i i'd love to hear about that you can you can hit us up on twitter send us an email but yeah it's and and if you if this is something you like really want to hear if you want to hear us play through this um let us know that as well because i'm i'm really trying to convince rick to Rick, I'm trying to convince Brandon. <laughs> what is that to uh, <laughs> to put this together and and record the whole thing and, and chop it up, which means a lot of editing work for him. So yeah, so 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 let us know if you want to see it slash hear it, and uh, and, and we'll try to to put that. We'll together. do do what we can. Uh, yeah. 
moving on. Yes. So, so this wasn't really a gift, like a, like a Christmas slash Rickmas gift. Um, it was sort of something I bought after the fact, but you know, as is tradition, often we receive Rick and Morty themed gifts, uh, for Christmas. Did you pick up any cool new swag over the holiday? I did. I picked up a, a couple new pieces of swag. The shirt I'm wearing right now, it says Rick and Morty on it. And then there's a picture of a spaceship there, Rick's spaceship. Oh. And I, I just want you to know that, uh, I got this from my mom and my, my mom got it from Kohl's. Um, but she got me a different shirt from Kohl's originally, which is a medium. And, and I am getting to the point in my life where I'm now too small or now too big for mediums. So we took that shirt back. And what that shirt was, was, uh, them walking away from an explosion. Um, took the shirt back, looked for that same one. And my mom's like, we're going to, I want to find this one. I'll keep going back to Kohl's till I find it. And I'm like, no, no, this is this good. This one is good. Like, no, no, I'll come back. I keep coming back. My mom is now just every time she goes Coles, she's seeing if they restocking that shirt. <laughs> Never ending hunt for the specific Rick shirt. <laughs> yeah. My my younger brother Brett, he bought me. Uh, we went to we went to the mall before Christmas, and then we went we went to Spencer's. And there's a I, I don't have it in here with me, but it's a a Rick beanie that uh, you can put over your face, and it's got it's got the Rick hair, and um, and I, I look like Rick, and it's kind of creepy. And then finally, here's a, here's a side story. The 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 pop Funko like board games, whatever Funko pops, mm-hmm. whatever I don't know. Uh, the the board games that they have, they have Golden Girls, they have Batman, they have the Harry Potter one, they have a Rick and Morty one. Um, at the mall, at the same time, we I stopped in a GameStop and they were selling these things for fifty percent off. And I bought the Rick and Morty one. It was the last one for sixteen bucks. Then I went to a different store. I just happened to stop in a different store. I don't remember what it was. That it, and it was selling normal price there for like eighteen dollars. Like, oh well, I still got it cheaper. And then I went to yet another store where they had it, and that store had it for thirty four dollars. And I thought, yeah, you know what? I won. I did it. I did it the right way. I did it. I won Christmas. <laughs> I'm the Jesus Christ of Christmas, as Jerry would say. Uh, oh, and then and then finally, uh, my mom also got me a Rick and Morty calendar for 2020. Yeah, I need I need to hunt one of those down because my 2019 it, it literally fell off the wall. <laughs> so yeah, that one that one is is used up. Uh, but yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. I I surprisingly. Uh, did not get any Rick and Morty stuff for Christmas. Uh, I think because I said specifically to my wife, yeah, you don't need to buy me any Rick and Morty stuff. I've got a ton of it. Uh, and she's pulling a fast one on me and buying me this sweet new chair that I podcast and D and D and game in, in my office. Uh, so she didn't have to buy me anything else. Cause this chair is pretty awesome. So it's a nice, it's yeah. a nice chair. It's a nice chair. It's better it's, than this. this there's no, there's no argument. It's, it's a nice chair. dining room chair that squeaks every time <laughs> I, I, I move. Um, Absolutely. Well, anyway, uh, you know, you, Christmas is gone. Rickmas, whatever you want to call it, it's gone. Happy holidays to one and all. Uh, if if you got an interesting Christmas gift, be sure to let us know, and we will envy you or judge you if it's if it's not a great one. Uh, oh, oh, and I did, I did get one more uh, gift from my my. Uh, I'm if if I don't think Omar's watching or listening, so I can say this: my best work friend Gary 
it's it's this nice like uh, I don't know what kind of style art it it would be considered, but um, it it's kind of got like a like an old uh, feudal Japan type type art uh, of Rick and Morty coming out of a portal. Really awesome. Uh, he just surprised me with that. At the at the end after after the holidays. So anyway, thanks. What a thanks. I got a, what a I got guy. him an in and out shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much the same. It's basically thing. the same. Pretty thing. much the same. Um, okay. Well, anyway, that that's Christmas. Last last bit before we get into the main thing, and that is what we call the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. Social media. <laughs> uh, all right. So Dan Harmon. Uh, he's, he's jack of all trades, master of some, uh, he, he loves his Instagram page. He loves talking to people on Instagram, sharing his workouts. Uh, but recently Dan has gotten very into some, uh, IRL minecrafting, if you will. He is becoming obsessed with woodworking he is he has turned his garage into a a workshop and over over the past month or so has been building tables uh he's been acquiring a lot of tools and uh it is it is honestly very impressive uh some of the things that he is he is making with a relatively uh small amount of of history or or experience doing doing woodworking uh but there is a a post about uh dan going to visit uh the the hardware store and and he it's uh it's tool station project part one uh it starts out with him driving in his car and showing off how he wrote his measurements on a piece of wood uh a piece of plywood (laughs) instead of a, a piece of paper so that when he rolls into that lumber yard they can know that he means business uh and that he's not messing around uh and then and then and then it features uh a guy named Adam who who is uh helping cut the pieces of of or I'm sorry Austin Austin is the individual who helped cut the pieces of wood so they'd be small enough to fit in his in in Dan's Tesla so that he could take them home uh but then he built this giant like 6 foot storage cabinet for his tools and everything's on casters so he can push it around his garage wow. but uh yeah if if you're into woodworking or just want to be fascinated by, you know, Dan Harmon trying out a new hobby. Definitely check out Dan Harmon's <laughs> Instagram where he's sharing all of his woodworking uh, skills. It's great. It's great stuff. <laughs> um, when I was a kid, my dad would watch like this old house or whatever with with Bob Vila and oh yeah, you know, on that on PBS. And and I add that to the list of things that are so incredibly boring to me. That I that I don't <laughs> that I don't want to spend time watching or or doing, um, but you know, growing up, I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I feel like I should know how to do some more of this stuff, um, yeah. but I'm not going to because I'll fall asleep. Grant that yeah, for me, it's always it's always the investment part of it where like whenever I do work around the house, I'm like, all right, what can I accomplish with one hammer? And a screwdriver, <laughs> like a ratcheting screwdriver with multiple bits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if I, maybe a level, maybe. 
maybe. Uh, but yeah, like having to buy all the different like routers and table saw and clamps and get the clamps and, and all this stuff. Like I, I just, yeah, I, I, I'm not bought in enough to, and I, and I didn't just sign a contract for 70 episodes of a TV show. So I don't have the disposable income to start a woodworking hobby, uh, just out of the blue. Of the, so yep. Anyway, that that is semi-pertinent news. That That is the Social Media Minute with Dan Harmon. And uh, it is now time for us to progress into what can only be described <laughs> as the main thing. Thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I wasn't ready for that. But uh, <laughs> um, I was accused of having a stroke by Trailer Hitch. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we're we're, we're talking. The, the main thing today is, as we alluded to earlier. This this is the first half of season four, five episodes. We know that we are, we're getting at least five more episodes to close out season four. We don't know what day or week or month that'll that'll be. Uh, March, April. Hopefully, it's not before summer sets because that that would be awful. But uh, what that means is we have a bunch of content that we need to provide to you. But before we even get there, let's start with talking about the first five episodes of season four and what that means to us. <laughs> um, I made a, I made a template. Just say the same thing over and over again for the next hour, and then we'll be done. We'll be good. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I set up a I set up an automated kind of template for doing our show notes, and, and part of the automated template is it talks about the episode details it talks about air date written by and directed by travis filled filled out the template and so we'll start the first five episodes of season four air date originally aired fall of 2019 written by the writers directed by the directors here's our and here's his bronopsis bruh we got five new episodes in 2019 bruh can we get more than that in 2020 Bruh. I should have added a bruh. Should have added a bruh. Uh, yeah, I didn't think you're going to read those, but I'm glad you did. Content, content is king. Content is king. Uh, yeah. So we wanted we wanted to take some time. It was it was a chaotic start to season four. Uh, I took a vacation. We had holidays and work trips and all sorts of things that happened. Uh, we got those episodes out there, but this is an opportunity for us to. Take a step back, look at the first five episodes uh, as a whole, maybe uh, explore some of the the topics that, that have extended outside of singular episodes and uh, and just sort of, you know, get it, get a sense for what we liked and maybe what we didn't like uh, about the first half of season four. Uh, so the the first thing as as I started a, a rewatch of the five episodes over the last a day or so is I noticed this theme, especially in the first uh, couple of episodes, maybe two or three episodes of this idea of Rick sort of being like lonely or, or not really having 
anybody that he could relate to. And I'm wondering, like, were, were you picking up on that? Is that something that you... Because I don't feel like it it stretches all the way through the five episodes, but it definitely seems to be something that they they focused in on a lot over over the first like two or three. Yeah, well, episode two, the one, the old man in the seat, uh, that is, I mean, that's all about his 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 isolation. Uh, if you, I, I think this is these are part of the the, the free videos you can watch on adultswim.com. Um, it's it's the inside the episode and they're probably on YouTube too. Um, but uh, Dan Harmon talks specifically about this episode being about his, his isolation and, and uh, inability to, to relate to others. And I, I, I might've been Royland too, who, who talks about uh, his inability to uh, re- accept friendship from what is a genuinely good person. Um, right. and, uh, I mean, that, that's, I mean, that's a key example. It, it, it never gets more blatant than, than that throughout the, the episodes, but I mentioned it when we w- recapped all these episodes, um, that the, there's a, there's a sort of through line of friendship of Rick's friendship in, in, for the most part, uh, most of the episodes, uh, you talk about uh, the dragon episode where he is literally <laughs> uh, soul bonding and then uh, dit, uh, uh, soul teasing the, the dragon at, at the end. Um, the, the the heist episode, as, as kind of superficial as that episode is, uh, his willingness to kind of use friends um, and, and not really care about the, what happens to him hit him abusing Mr. Poop, Professor Poopy Butthole, right? Exactly. He, he basically like ruined this man's career uh, just so he can get Morty to not write a screenplay. Um, so I, he's, 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 I, I don't know, he sabotages things. He's a, he's a. Yeah. Yeah. When you put it, when you, when you bring up those examples, it, it almost expands the idea to more about just, the fact that Rick can't maintain healthy relationships uh, as opposed to specifically his like isolation or loneliness. And, and yeah, it's all, all five of these episodes, you could sort of bring out an example of how Rick either uses people to, to manipulate a situation or, you know, uses people as, as expendable goods, uh, a, a lot of the time. And I, I think we've almost gotten used to Rick treating Morty that way. And, and early on, uh, from the beginning of the season, uh, Beth and Jerry are like, no, Rick, you can't just expect Morty to go on these adventures with you. You have to ask, you have to make sure that, you know, his homework's done or, or whatever. Uh, so, so you can't just use him for your adventures and that's, that's not easy for Rick to accept early on. Uh, but by like episode four or five, it's just like, all right, let's just, let's go adventure. And, and maybe, maybe it's after Morty has his, his heart broken with his Netflix pitch, not going the way that he expected. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. He, he, he does, I don't know. He, <sighs> 
it's a weird thing because I feel like at the beginning of season four, they're really almost like forcing the issue with, oh, we're really going to dig into like some deeper emotional things with Rick and he's going to he's going to be a shy pooper. But it really is a metaphor for how he's isolated and can't connect with people and all these things. And then and then like three episodes later, like everything's fine and it's a classic Rick and Morty adventure and <laughs> Beth and Jerry are fine. And you know, it's Christmas. Let's just, you know, do whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. I, do you like when they dig deeper into some of that stuff or would you rather the, the show be sort of just superficial and just the characters sort of fill their roles? I, I do. I do like when they, they dig in that stuff because it, it makes it, it, it makes us commit to, to them as characters and not, and and not just uh kevin james king of queens <laughs> like yeah okay cool well next episode let's see what wacky hijinks they get into with, with no kind of growth or exploration of um uh, deep deeper things uh I, w- I will say though that those kind of deeper episodes they don't they don't hit me as hard or or stick with me i guess immediately as as some others do um what i will i'll take that back just as 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 an exception tales from the citadel is the best episode of the series and that and that got that got me right away um but as far as other ones like the unity episode um you know they they're they're good but they don't they don't resonate with me immediately it it takes some time for me to, to to digest them and I don't know if that's it's something in me, and then that I need to go to therapy for an unwillingness to accept those those the sad things right away at face value or what. But um, it is what it is. What, what about what about you? You'd rather just laugh it off and ignore <laughs> yeah. ignore the sadness. <laughs> sadness. What is this? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I I think I think that those deeper episodes are um, they're they're really I think they're really great, and I I think one of the things that the the cast and crew have done a great job of is while they're making an animated comedy they they seem to handle a lot of those topics really well and and really uh once once you get past the the fart jokes and and, and every, everything else you can really explore some, some deeper topics. And, uh, I know, I know like the chat right now, uh, on YouTube and Twitch there, um, they're talking about how, you know, depression can be really isolating and how it can be hard when you've been through a lot to, to find really good friendships and, and, and connect with people on a real level. And, you know, we don't, we still don't know exactly what happened with, Rick and Beth's mom. We don't, we know there's a lot of darkness in his past, but, uh, people like bird person and squanchy are gone. Now those are people he could, he could kind of connect to through those hard times. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's interesting to, to, th- to look at Rick as a person who, you know, doesn't know who to turn to and he's got, he's got his family, but, Maybe maybe he's he's not comfortable with everyone, especially because Jerry's such a loser. <laughs> yeah, I would, something I would have liked to have seen kind of stick 
from the first episode of the season, uh, Edge of Timorty, when he, the, the very beginning of the episode, he's with his family. He doesn't really care about him. He's, he's so aloof that he, you know, programs himself to give quality family time. Then he meets up with the wasps and he he sees that it's really not as as bad as as he he's making it out to be. And again, like that whole um, is it sabotaging or, or, or burning things. You don't really see that again uh, necessarily in these first five episodes, um, except maybe with maybe with with Jerry. We see a little bit of of leniency jerry jerry's way um which uh, we we talk about uh, i do want to i do want to talk about jerry we didn't have jerry on here but uh i found his stuff some of the more more interesting uh vignettes of season four so far um just mainly mainly in in the uh with with him uh, floating away, him floating floating around in the uh, in the Terminator episode, the yeah. rat, rattlesnake, a Rattlestar Galactica, or, yeah. Rick Lactica, doing everything he can to do it his own way, even if it's a, a messed up, half-assed, incompetent way, he still survives the day on his own. And um, even Rick says in the middle of the episode, you know, even I'm kind of rooting for him. Uh, yeah, and it's it's interesting because when you flash back to that end of season three, like Rick ready just killed Jerry for getting in the way of his family, and 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 there's a lot of sort of growth that happens over these five episodes to where Rick looks out for Jerry, whether Jerry likes it or not, he makes him you know, neutrally buoyant at the beginning of the episode. But by the end of that episode, he's like, I'm only going to heal your like 50%. The rest <laughs> is on you. Right. Like he doesn't, he doesn't return the fist bump, but it's, it's at least it's a step. It's, it's Rick saying, all right, like we got to live together. It's, it's, it's a shame. You're such an idiot. You're such a loser, but I don't know. He's, 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 he's essentially meeting him halfway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, which I don't know. It's I, I felt like with all of season three being so focused on Beth and Jerry and their divorce or their separation, uh, and and how much that was sort of in the background or even in the forefront of so many episodes, I felt like Beth and Jerry's relationship so far in in season four has been almost an afterthought there's there's been a few moments uh after glutie's app fails and uh and they sort of uh beth ignores the fact that she matches with ted danson uh <laughs> like she's she's there for she's there for jerry but for the most part they've just all of a sudden been stable and yeah they have they have little issues but it's almost like the the healthiest their relationship has been uh since since the show started and on the one hand i want to say like all right that's uncharacteristic but also i understand from like 
a meta aspect, maybe maybe that part of of writing Beth and Jerry just got to be too like repetitive, and maybe they're looking for new ways to explore those characters and explore that relationship without having to constantly go back to how much they are the result of a teen pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, like keep keep mining that uh, that yeah. that vein. Uh, you know, I I I I think I think you're right. It, it allows for more more subtle uh, explorations of relationships if it's not the extreme. Will they? Won't they? Are are they? Fi- are they together? Are they not together? And it's 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 more interesting to explore the nuance of why is is somebody with another person if they don't match with them uh, on the surface level and and can you and can you grow to uh, love love someone or or you know like uh, uh, the the dating app says Jerry's not matched with anybody and and he knows and he knows this without even scanning himself earlier in the episode, he just knows inherently that he has no match, uh, mm. which that that's, that's sad, but also it's like acceptance on his part. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes and hangs out with a talking cat. So that's <laughs> he, good old Jerry. I'm telling you, he, he's, he's, he, that, that interaction at the end with Jerry and, 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 uh, Rick with they they're just like both on the same page with this cat like this fucking cat right <laughs> uh, uh, that's what, 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 is, what does Rick say to him it's a little condescending that I can't have fun and ask questions yeah, right yeah, Jerry that's what he's right <laughs> yeah yeah no all right so uh, what else what else is going on in these these first five episodes um I know we got a couple of movie references. We got, uh, <laughs> you know, same old stuff. It's got some Terminators, got some heist movies, That's right? Got some, some loose D and D references. <laughs> not, not all the way, you know, Morty was just looking for some, some, you know, D and D type fun. Not like all this soul bonding stuff. He just, <laughs> he's, it's a little too much for him. Just, 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 a, just a little, just a little much. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, talking about Claw and Hoarder, there's there's a line right towards the end of it uh, where uh, Rick excuses himself to go and pick up Jerry and his talking cat friend from the airport, uh, but he says something uh, to the effect of uh, "big season finale" right there. You know, I'm I'm so confused by that line because I I wonder, and and I know we've talked and 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 hinted at this that that the first three or four ish episodes of season four were actually intended for the end of season three and and that the production schedules or for whatever reasons they couldn't get them done and so it made more sense to to end the season season three where it where it did and then and then they rolled those episodes into season four but that line itself like is that just something they left in and forgot to take out like I, I all the work that goes into this show all the detail i feel like that's not something you just overlook but i i don't know it's so confusing to me that line yeah 
I, uh, it could, it could very well be, I'm not, I'm not sure either way, but, but in the, in the, in that moment, I took that to be a, he's just trying to do whatever he can, a, a meta moment of just trying to get out of the situation with, with a dragon. Be like, Oh yeah. Big finale. Yeah. Um, that, that, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of how I took it, but that's the only way I, I, it's the only way you sleep at night, huh? <laughs> yeah. Just blow it off. The the first the first two weeks after it aired, I'm like, oh, this was the finale. Ugh. And I, I just I had to let it go. I just had to had to drop it. <laughs> drop it. Uh, and especially when the next episode that comes in is such a strong episode with the whole Terminator vibe and everything. I just I don't know. It's 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 a return to form, in my opinion. And uh I don't know. It just it seems like the closure with 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 the dragon episode uh sort of closes one chapter and and starts something anew uh in in the next one so uh speaking of of favorites and mm. and and what we thought of the episodes uh we went so far as to rank our personal preferences on the first 5 episodes of season 4 mm-hmm. and and I am curious uh we we have not discussed our rankings with each other so we'll be sharing these uh, with each other uh, as well as with you, the listening audience. Yes. So, uh, yeah, feel free to play along, maybe pause this this episode, rank your favorites, and then and then you can find out uh, if, if you think more like me, more like Brandon, or like a complete separate person. Unity, I wouldn't blame you of anything else. <laughs> uh, uh, but Brandon, let's, let's start with number five. Let's start with, okay. with the bottom. Let's. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put a little asterisk next to the ones that match for us. Oh, okay. Way to way to use. I don't know. A pen stuff and paper. A pen. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, number five, I have claw and hoarder. Okay. That a- is. That a- is I, I I was going to put an asterisk already because I, I felt that we were pretty on the same page with that. Totes confident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And again, I in in and we kind of we kind of beat up on this episode uh, in our in our rewatch and in the episode dedicated to this, but I I, I don't hate this episode anymore. Uh, I I I actually kind of like it, but in in terms of you know stacking up with the other four, uh, it still falls to number five for me. I, I, agreed. Agreed. I watched all five episodes today while I was exercising, as I as I told you. Before. Doing planks, <laughs> doing planks, and watching cartoons. Um, and uh, got to this episode, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate this episode because they're they're. I I will say that the 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 Jerry stuff is more interesting to me than than the dragon stuff on its face. I feel yeah. like they there's a clear kind of split from what the episode started off as being to what it ended up being. There's, there's a, there's a line where it's like, Oh, this went in a completely different direction. Yeah. Um, and I, and I don't think the soul bondy stuff is as cringy as it used to be, but that, that initial reaction is, is gone (laughs) from, from, from myself. Um, uh, what do you have for number four? For number four, I have one crew over the crew coos, Morty. Oh, this is where we diverge. Okay, I I had the old man in the seat as I, my number four. I, I knew, I knew, you, I knew you would. 
I knew you would. It, you get you get it, it. It got bonus points for for heisting. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how high it climbs. Uh, yeah. So so why? I mean, it was it. Do you just feel like it was not a strong episode? Is it your inherent hatred of heist movies <laughs> that 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 pushed it down? Uh, what? Why was this uh, in the in the lower half? I the, the uh, this. It's a good episode. I I, la- I laugh at it still. There are funny parts to it, uh, but I, but just like uh, just like Claw and Hoarder, I feel like it it ran off the rails at some point in time, and it it started off as one thing and then turned into uh, some of the some of these episodes. Those two episodes specifically feel like they 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 had gotten to a point. And then they didn't really know how to do it, and there was a lot of rework done with it to make it what it ended up being. And I don't know, yeah. and I yeah, don't know I if, could, if it ended up being great. Plus, Rick is just kind of <laughs> okay. Here, here's 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 why I have an issue with this episode. Um, it is basically a, just a, a repeat of uh, Lawnmower Dog. It it's the same the same point. The whole the whole point of the episode is the same. Which is let's uh, let's take down heist movies. Let's take down Inception. The whole point of the episode is incepting Morty with you don't want to do this, and it's your original thought. That's yeah. That's yeah. that's the the conceit of the episode. And uh, I so I thought it was a rehash essentially. Ah, okay, that's fair. I I think uh, directorially, I I really like that the the way the the episode is is put together, how certain scenes are constructed, uh, the way they used uh, the different frames to show multiple angles of a shot or or multiple versions of a situation, uh, all of the double crosses and things. I think they just they nailed the heist genre, even if it was uh, their attempt to kill it. Uh, I, th- I think they did a good job with it. So. Shout out to to Brian Jordan Newton for directing that one. Yeah, yeah. Friend of the show. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, that brings us to uh, our number three episodes. Uh, curious if we if we meet in the middle. Oh. Uh, my number three is Edge of Timorty. Oh no, that's not my number. Th- my my number three is Old Man in the Seat. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, what? Why? Why is Ed? In your opinion, is Edge of Timorty number three? So, look, I feel like while this is a this is a strong episode, and and it started the season out strong, sort of the way that you uh, had issues with some of these other episodes about how they how they ended it felt like it was moving in one direction and then kind of fell off the rails uh that's sort of the way i feel about the last act of edge of timorty where he's in his you know giant like tower just like this is my <laughs> life now and then all of a sudden we've got hologram rick becoming real and then wasp rick having to kill like it just all i don't know all these things kind of coming together it just uh i don't know that it's visually very very cool scene but um i don't know it just it kind of got a little out of control for me and uh otherwise i think the premise is good i and and i think there's a lot of great stuff in this episode 
Uh, I just, it, it, I liked the other ones more. I, I, I got, I gotcha. I gotcha. I, um, obviously had, we're, we're, I think we're, we're swapped because I would, yeah, the edge of, edge of Rick Mort to Timori is my number two. And old man in the seat is your number two. I'm I'm assuming. Uh, no, old man in the seat was my number four. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, what, what was your yeah? What was what was your number two then? That was one crew over the crew. Oh, yeah, that's and, right. And, and 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 so so we have we have a two four uh, like swap I think uh, or something. I don't know. Something's going on here. Um, but the heist the heist levels we've talked about it countless times in our various podcasts. Uh, Sucker for the heist movies. So that I think that pushed it up higher and especially like the one, two, three for me, I think these are all great episodes. So it was just sort of a matter of like just personal taste. Yeah. Uh, no, I, 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 I get, it. I get it. You know, you, you talk about edge, edge of Tamorty. I, I will agree with the assessment that the end seemed like they, they threw the, concepts throughout the episode just slapped them all together at one at one time to to finish it up and resolve them all at, uh, really quickly i remember watching that with you and feeling like oh 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 that's wait how how did it end i i i lost it somewhere everything leading up to that though uh the the meta commentary on classic rick and morty adventures with <laughs> with fascist morty with fascist morty yeah. um, all, all, all that stuff, bringing the me seeks back in a, in a way that that made that made sense, uh, yeah. ma- making fun of us fans for for wanting me seeks back. Uh, I I felt that that in the other one of the other ones that we I haven't named yet uh, felt the most Rick and Morty uh, to me. And, yeah. and and therefore that's why it was my my number two. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, my the the old man in the seat dropping low for me. I I don't know. I feel like the the gluty premise, like like the app thing. Yeah, it's it works. Rick exploring his shy pooping, like it works. Um, I don't know if I if I if I did this again, maybe it'd be my number three. But I don't know. It's it just it, it fell into uh dropping down lower lower than maybe it deserved um like a deuce in a beautiful <laughs> beautiful toilet beautiful uh, but beautiful but finally toilet. uh we meet again uh, at at the top of our list with uh number 1 rattlestar rick lactica uh easily i think in both of our opinions the strongest episode of this first half of season 4 i would i would say whole 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 wholeheartedly uh yeah i mean without a doubt um i I know i know some folks out there like they said they weren't going to do time travel and they did time travel they they just sold the shit out um and and i i I can see that um and i and we even might have talked about it here on on the podcast before about like ah if they do that i don't know i don't know if i'll like it right Um, but they did it in such a way like look, time travel, time travels stupid and it, it's, it's not sustainable. Uh, it's a, it's a self-eating snake. We got it. We got to move away from it, but they did it in, in such a, 
uh, a naturally progressing, escalating way that by the end of the episode, it also came down in a fairly natural, uh, realistic as much as it can be for the show way where I don't, I, I didn't feel like at the end, like, Oh, well, that, it's over. It's over like that. It made sense that it was over like that. Um, and it felt like a lawnmower dog or anatomy park. It, 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 it had that yeah. kind of absurdity, a classic Rick and Morty adventure. Absolutely. And I, I, I think for them to ever be able to tackle any elements of Terminator, you have to introduce an aspect of time travel. And so I feel like this was their, their one time of just being like, all right, knock the, knock the time travel box over, you know, get the stuff off the shelf and, and let's just attack all of it. Let's do a little bit of back to the future, a little bit of, <laughs> yeah. you know, just, you know, any, anything, anything goes, but, for me, the thing that that really pushes this episode over the top is is the details. It's it's the little things that you don't notice on the first or second watch, but maybe the third or fourth. <clears throat> the fact that we can have two to three full minutes with no actual dialogue and just snakes hissing and, and going through their entire, you know, uh, storyline. I, I don't know. It just, it plays so well for me. It, there's so many levels to it. And, uh, I just, I just really, really like that episode. Yes. Yeah. You talk about details. We talked about it when we reviewed the episode, just so much extra stuff on Snake Planet. Uh, this uh, this rewatch, I noticed the the columns outside the Pentagon, Snake Pentagon. The columns were were twisty, <laughs> the snake twisted. Yeah. Just little stuff like that. Um, man, you're absolutely absolutely right. Um, I, nothing that I can say is is different from what you said. It just it. It, it hit all the right notes and it's the episode that I keep telling people. Yeah. It, it, that that's my favorite episode of, of season five or season four. Yeah. Go, yeah. go watch it. Go watch it. My go boss, uh, Philip Marks in, in the chat mentioned there's literally everything in space. My boss came up to me today and, and was like, well, Hey, you got stuff on your desk. There's literally everything in space. And then he, then he stared at me and I forgot that quote. <laughs> And I, uh, this is a Rick he and Morty. He was testing you, Brandon. This is a Rick and Morty reference, right? I think he's like snakes. Like, ah, I don't know. I'm not prepared for this. And then, so then I just started doing snake jazz, and then he joined in, and and that was, that was good. Flawless recovery. <laughs> always, always can roll back to snake jazz. <laughs> that, that, that's right. Uh, all right. So those. Those are our rankings of uh, our our top five of season four. Uh, if you if you want to to rank the episodes uh, yourself, you know shoot us a shoot us a, a, a Twitter uh, message. Let us know uh, on Twitter what your favorite, what your top five are, and uh, we'll see if you're more of a Brandon, more of a Travis, or you know. Yeah, more of a unity. I, I I I will I will I will point this out. Scary Terry folds out in the out in the chat. Mentioned that his number one episode two, number two episode one, <laughs> number three episode five, episode uh, 
four, episode three, and five, episode four. Clon Hoarder. Well, we got we all got that asterisk. So there we go. There we go. We all line up on that one. Uh, one, one. Uh, you ready for some some suggestions and short outs? You ready to turn it over to the to Unity to to close this out? Yeah. Well, what one one thing one thing I wanted to do, um, just to just to, to kind of close out the the fact that there's so many folks out there that like talk about Rick and Morty when when the season is up. I went to each one of the discussion threads, the the post discussion threads, found the top comment on each one of them, and decided let's let's give them each a little shout out. So I will start with episode one by user jdolan98, who says, the slight pause from fascist shrimp Rick was hilarious. Uh, that, that, that pause was mentioned here in the chat, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, well, at least you aren't fascist. Huh? <laughs> and then he kind of like looks over at the, yeah. the garage wall. <laughs> yeah. For all the fascists. Or no, I don't think it even shows fascist memorabilia that just immediately he's cuts away. to <laughs> to rick running down the streets of of fascist shrimp world uh yeah uh the the next one for episode two is uh what is that ethereal ethereal yeah uh he's becoming more and more rick i don't think the lack of chill he had was there by accident uh, this is in reference to. Is this in reference to Morty? Oh, well, yeah, I think I th- think it is in reference. What was episode two again? <laughs> uh, episode two was that, uh, the old man in the seat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's when he's telling Jerry. Uh, this this I started this morning by being disgusted by you, whatever, blah blah blah, and now I think you're a loser. Like, and then he just walks off <laughs> yeah. with no no redeeming quit, value. Quit, quit fucking up and let let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um episode episode 3 by Adam Ran. He writes, he or she writes, Roiland and Harmon when hearing people complain about the show. Your booze mean nothing to me. I've seen what makes you cheer. Uh, I will say that that line has been used uh in some great memes. Uh, since since the episode was released, uh, I saw it posted in in uh, response to uh, the uh, Golden Globes opening uh, <laughs> monologue by uh, Ricky Gervais. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so so yeah, I I, I can see that. Um, that was absolutely one of my favorite lines uh, of the episode as well. Absolutely, N Y Chomi. I would say that's probably New York City homie. Uh, what the fuck did that cat <laughs> what the fuck did that cat do rick has explored infinite universes and has seen just a, uh, and has just about seen it all but whatever was in that cat's head made him almost commit suicide so whatever it is it must be profoundly horrible but someone has to remember so he rids jerry of the pain jesus fucking christ that was dark so so yeah. dark, so dark so true so dark so true uh <laughs> yeah it's it is it is one of those things where, like, do you think the writers actually wrote something for what the cat did? Or were they like, all right, he did something horrific, and we're just going to have the response be over the top from the two of them? Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, I I, I don't I don't I don't th- I don't think we're gonna see any more cat. That's all. That's all no, I know. I know. There's I yeah. The cat the cat's one of them. They can't they can't, af- can't, they can't, af- can't get Broderick on every episode. They can't afford Broderick again. <laughs> they can't they can't do it. Uh, and and finally, uh, Durs the rower. Oh, is is he a, is like a college rower? I don't know. Let's find out. That kill Hitler scene would probably be the natural end result of time travel being invented. Not gonna lie. I appreciate the honesty, Durs the Rower. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm glad you didn't I, lie. I, I, I I think that is possible. Uh, the the first two things the snakes from Snake MIT do is stop the Snake Lincoln assassination, and then go and try to kill Snake Hitler. It's it's. It's the yin and the yang of, of time travel. Uh, and yeah, everybody, everybody trying to like stop history. And then, I don't know, it, all the snake bodies stacking up. It just, it just gets out of hand. Let the snake bodies hit the floor. Snake bodies hit the floor. Um, uh, all right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Reddit people that may or may not ever listen to this episode uh for your contributions <laughs> and, and for your for your short outs uh i i, I do want to give a short out we talked about uh rickmas presence uh you you posted uh a tweet over on the twitters uh, uh around i don't know december 25th or so and uh and we had we had some folks uh share their presence their rick and morty themed gifts uh we had ryan i believe in you and you do too uh, who shared uh, quite a bit of gifts uh, from uh, that they got uh, some t-shirts they got the total recall game uh, as well as oh that's all that's all Rick and Morty I think that's all total recall stuff so yeah the, the game that I have and still have not actually played that's right <laughs> uh, Gary Zandy uh, sharing their pickle Rick Santa ornament um, I have my plumbus ornament on the tree and then, uh, Mike Rasta, uh, sharing his Christmas sweater with, uh, pickle Rick on it, uh, with his hands up saying boom. And he also has his hands up very, very, very well posed there, Mike. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you to you guys who, who responded on Twitter. Uh, finally over in email. Email. Uh, this email comes from signed from unity, uh, but your name is also, uh, on your email account. So, uh, Elaine, uh, who is a listener of the podcast, uh, shared with us, I'm going to, I'm going to pull up the email here real quick. Yeah. Do it, Uh, do it, do it. uh, a few comments uh, about about the season, uh, but also I really wanted to point out a, a YouTube video of an evil Morty rap. Um, I don't know if you had heard this already, uh, Brandon, but this is uh, from a, a, a user on YouTube, none like Joshua, uh, who's doing just fine in the subscribers category. Uh, but they they have a rap. Uh, it's entitled The Evil Morty Rap. I'll, I'll try to get a link for it uh, in the show notes. Uh, but it's a uh, it's pretty it's pretty good tune. I don't I don't know if you I don't know if you listen to it, um, but it's solid stuff and uh, appreciate Elaine uh, hanging out and and sending us some emails, letting us know your thoughts on, you know, fan content and uh, that you're only on episode sixty nine uh you're, you're so right you're right there you're basically right you're, there you're, you're, you're you you got to be done by now 
You got you got to be caught up. Uh, and the good news is you have plenty of time before the rest of season four starts. <laughs> Hopefully not too much. Hopefully not too much. <laughs> Uh, all right. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, thank you. Thank you to everybody in Twitch and YouTube hanging out and, and watching the stream. Uh, awesome having you guys here. D squeeze, holding it down. Philip Marks, scary Terry folds, uh, trailer hitch. Saw you for a little bit. Uh, sure. There were others. Sorry if I did not call you out by name, but, uh, make sure you stick around. If you are, if you're watching, we will, uh, have a bit of a post-show hangout and, uh, and reminisce about, all the things that we missed over the last oh, month or so. Uh, and that that is it for yet another episode of Interdimensional RSS. Thank you to everyone for subscribing. If, you, if you're new to the podcast, uh, make sure to subscribe so that you get new episodes every time we release one. Because, you know, sometimes the release schedule is a little wonky. It it just is. It, it happens. Uh, but but if you are uh, also a new listener and have not yet reviewed the podcast, uh, we would love if you would take the time to do that. Head over to Apple Podcasts, uh, leave your review, let us know what you think of the show. Uh, maybe leave your your rank of the first five episodes of season four uh, right there in the review, so that so that we can read that and uh, and 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 share your review with with listeners on the next episode. Uh, all right, that's it. Brandon, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Thank you for bearing with us uh, in <laughs> the creators of the of the show. Uh, all 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 the fine artists, writers, uh, voice folks, Ryan Elder, everybody who who works on the show. Uh, I, we know it takes a long time for them to to, to put it together. Um, contracts and, and animation isn't isn't a quick art. And and if you ever listen to any of the the after podcasts or or work with the artists, they all say just how much extra goes into Rick and Morty compared to a traditional animated show, which means that it takes longer to, to push out content. So uh, even though we would love to have it all sooner, uh, we are just happy to be in this wait with you, the the, the fellow fans, Unity unity uh all right that's it for this episode uh stay tuned for the post show or if you're listening go check out youtube and just like scrub to the end scrub to like uh, <laughs> an, an hour and 10 minutes and then and then see what we do in the post show that's right. all right that's it until next time i'm travis and i am brandon and we'll see you later Toodaloo!